Welcome to our Friday podcast on the Psalms, some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 53. With a few minor changes in wording, this psalm is a repeat of Psalm 14. But at this point, do be assured I'm not simply going to repeat word for word what I said in Psalm 14. This psalm is very much a reflection by the psalmist on what is going on in society. And there is no doubt that when the psalmist looks out on society, he sees, as one commentator says, everything in the darkest of colours. Verse 1 is very stark in the way that it describes people. They are corrupt, doing abominable iniquity. There is none who does good. And sometimes when we read, hear or see the news on a certain day, isn't that what dominates the headlines? Corruption, wickedness, evil. The key to understanding what is going on around us is there at the beginning of verse 1. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. And when you deny the existence of God, there is no accountability to him who created you. And that leads to wrongful behaviour. Hence verse 1. And the observation is repeated in verse 3. They have become corrupt. There is none who does good, not even one. As C.H. Spurgeon says, it is always so. When they will have no God, they will have no goodness. Whilst we know very little about what is going on in the world, whilst we know very little about the what the world is really and truly like, God does. As verse 2 says, God looks down from heaven on the children of man. God who knows everything, knows all the thoughts, secrets, actions and hearts of all people. And as he looks down and searches the hearts, he sees that apart from his own work of grace in a heart, people do not want to submit to him. To quote C.H. Spurgeon again, until the grace of God seeks us, we never seek God. Or, as C.S. Lewis puts it, his conversion to Christianity was less his pursuit of God and more God's pursuit of him. And notice in verse 4, where there is a despising of God, there is a despising of God's people. For they are described as eating up God's people as they eat bread. And in verse 5, those who deny the existence of God and oppose God's people don't have it all their own way. In the end, all they have in the words of verse 5 is great terror. It is now at this point that Psalm 53 differs to Psalm 14. For here in Psalm 53, we read, they are in great terror where there is no terror. And it seems that suddenly, in the midst of all their security, when they felt safe, the wicked are smitten with terror. It has been said that even the boldest of the wicked, when things go wrong, when they get into deep water, become fearful and often cry out to God. In verse 5, we see that God defends his people against their enemies. 
for God scatters the bones of him who encamps against you. Whatever the world may think about God, God can be trusted by his people. In verse 6, it is said, when God restores the fortunes of his people. While some have said that this relates to the deliverance of the exiles from Babylon, there is the use of such phrases in scripture to speak of deliverance from many situations. As we finish, when we see the wickedness around us, we should recognise God's forbearance and long-suffering. And whilst these are still days of such grace, we should pray and work for conversions. But recognising that such a heart change is all of God's grace. And let's be lost in wonder, love and praise that God sought us and saved us. Join me on Monday for Psalm 54.